Hey, hey, everyone. This is Lynn and Kathy with Rossum Parenting. Welcome to our very first podcast. This is going to be us talking about us and how we got into it. Yeah. So, why don't I uh, introduce my lovely friend, the wise heart, Lynn Nguyen. Oh, thank Lynn. you. <laughs> I like how you started off by introducing my IG page. I know, right? So, uh, and my business, I guess. So yeah. I'm Lynn. And for those of you who are listening, I'm a registered counselor family therapist. I also specialize in self-worth coaching and leadership coaching, and I'm so thrilled to be here. It is a long time coming, isn't it, Kathy? Yes. Yeah. Long time coming. It's been like months, I think. We started with this idea so long ago, and it took us so many tries on the production piece, but I'm glad that we're finally here and able to talk to some of the listeners out there. One Mm -hmm. of my roles as a counselor in general is to figure out how do we create space? How do we create areas where people can learn more about themselves and how they're showing up? And I think that the topic of parenting is just so huge because it's not just parenting, right? It's parenting. Yeah, it's because aside from being a parent, people don't realize that many people are growing up with all of these childhood issues and they're trying to navigate Mm. them and they're trying to figure out all of these things, but without ever fully processing it, we jump right into adulthood. So it becomes such a tricky task to have to parent, despite the fact that we still have all of these unresolved issues of our own. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you know all about that. I know. Uh, uh, Hello. I hit that. Okay. So I knew there was childhood things, right? You hear about it all the time. You hear Mm -hmm. about it all the time. Kind of goes in one ear, out the other until you're really faced with it. And when I was faced with it, it was when I became a parent. And so that's why I knew becoming a parent. So he's three and a half now. Mm. I've been thinking about creating a podcast, pretty much looking back. I'm like, uh, people need to hear about this because I didn't really, yes, there was talks about postpartum depression, all these things, but what I went through, um, is very normal, but I, in my head made it not normal mm-hmm. because I'm always the caretaker. That's right. right. That's right. So I didn't want anyone to take care of me necessarily. So yeah, I've been sitting on this idea for quite some time. I'm in finances and that's a huge piece in family dynamics because you're getting two parents that come from different backgrounds, let's just say, and then you add the finance piece in there. Yeah, there's a lot of arguments. So there's a lot of things that I went through personally in my own journey that made me want to be open about it, talk about it, be vulnerable, be courageous to be vulnerable. I to love face that. The things you know, it, it really does take a certain level of strength to be able to fi- to, to to face your shit one mm-hmm. and own it and yeah. not be afraid to talk about it in fear of judgment or whatever the stories you create in your head, right? Agreed. So that's why having a podcast is is my best way. I like to talk, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love hearing you talk, Kathy. I know, and I love hearing you talk, and I think that's that naturally. That's how we became so close in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing a fucking podcast together. Come on, let's be real. I know, I know. We only we don't actually for people who don't really know us, Kathy and I. We only met last year, so it's a mm-hmm. it's a very new friendship, actually. Yeah. And in Not fact, it hasn't even been, yet. Exactly, we met because you had an event. You in invited November. me to be yeah. a vendor at the event. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting to me because I've gone through high school, I've gone through early adulthood, and I've made friends along the way. And I never imagined that being in middle adulthood that I would actually find more soulmates. Yeah. 
And yeah, I, so with you reaching out, you right? But you reaching out and you asking me whether or not I wanted to attend this event, I thought, yeah, of course, this is a great event where you're bringing women together, which is another thing that I, I want people to know that that's what you do. It's kind of a gift that you have for bringing but you do that too, babe. people together. Well, thank you. And after that, it was almost just like we, there was no stopping us because no. I, I've had this vision of doing a podcast for parents for a while. Yeah. And I always knew that I wanted it to be a platform for parents because yeah. there are so many podcasts out there that bring in specialists that talk about things from the outside perspective of parenting. But I don't know there to be a platform where parents can come on and just dump everything that they're going through and just Mm -hmm. leave it there without any obligation to explain, without any obligation to show themselves or, you know, because I grew up in a family where I saw my mother perpetuating really poor behavior around saying that she was okay all the time. There was so many reasons that she did that. Now that I'm older, I understand the reasons behind it, which we can get into a little bit later. But watching my mom sit in front of other moms and pretending that she was okay when we knew she wasn't okay, it boggles my mind because I said, aren't you making it so much harder for other people to say when they're not okay? What's wrong with that? Totally. And we as children, you say this whole time, we mirror behavior, right? Mm-hmm. And I do that all the time. As because, an adult. Yeah, because I looked up to my dad. I looked up to my dad. My 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 dad was my hero, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad is always someone who doesn't show weakness, like at right. all, right? As a matter of fact, if you ever question him on it, he just gets angry, right? And yeah. I just totally see that in myself now. It's crazy. So that's that's another thing, right? I going through my whole parenting journey, I was faced with all these, you know, we talked about it earlier. I was faced with all these demons that I didn't know I had to face. And I know I'm not the only one going through that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew I had to dig, but I didn't know I had to go, go that deep. And you're just like, holy. And then the more you dig, the more you find. And the more you realize there is light at the end of the tunnel. Right. What gave you that sense of permission to just finally step forward and say that I'm not okay? Uh, well, first of all, it was, um, you know, I'd heard about it. I was like, oh, I always kept that in the back of my mind, but I never thought it would happen to me, right? The postpartum? The postpartum journey, mm-hmm. the postpartum anxiety, you you name it, whatever you want to call it. I right. just was not Kathy. Mm-hmm. The Kathy that I used to know back in the day is comedic, um, super outgoing, super friendly. And then I became this angry person. Mm. And as soon as parenthood hit. Mm-hmm. And I realized that stemmed from a lot of childhood trauma. So I was like, oh man, I didn't know how to face this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of heard about it when I was going through this sales course. The guy mentioned something similar in experience that I had. And I was like, oh, maybe that that was the first time I said, maybe that's what's going on for me. And then I never really dug after that. Mm-hmm. Not really anyways. Yeah, I I used to work in a spa for a while. And mm-hmm. what I what I experienced a lot of was having mothers and other parents or people who were in really long-term relationships come through and without needing to know anything about me, it didn't take any time at all before they dumped everything, right? They would come in and they would just dump everything in the chair or on the massage bed, whatever it was. And part of me thinks if you went through something and you're just like, maybe that is something that I'm going through, but I'm not sure. 
it makes sense to just have a place where you can just offload. Yeah. Just offload. Right. A hundred percent. There were so many times where I wanted to reach out and then I I stopped myself because I'm like, well, what if they judge me because of this, this, and this. And meanwhile, I I realized that the whole judging piece was I was judging myself. And Mm. then when I finally had the balls to reach out to some of my close friends that I was like, Hey, I'm feeling like this. They're like, giving me advice. And I was like, wow, that was a completely different response than what I had created mm-hmm. in my own head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that theme recurs for a lot of people. I know for myself, being the oldest child in the family, I had to mm-hmm. carry a lot of responsibility, even mm-hmm. at a very young age. And I grew up just thinking, I can't tell anybody close to me about what I'm struggling mm-hmm. with because mm-hmm. I don't want them to take that on as a burden. I don't want them mm-hmm. to think that I can't handle it. So that judgment piece that you're talking about, it's so, it resonates so much so, mm-hmm. because not only am I judging myself, what if other people judge me? And in addition to that, what if they're not judging me? And even worse, what if they take it on? What yeah. if I have just burdened with a loved one with my own issues? Yeah. So because that comes from a compassion and empathy piece, I think both you and I are very good and receptive on how people feel mm. and we don't ever want anyone else to go through those things. So we tend to be also the caretakers too. That's right. The caretaking piece is huge. Oh, it's, it ties in all together. Yeah. So, so when you asked me in a nutshell, I guess that's kind of in a nutshell why I wanted to start this podcast. <laughs> and yeah. I, knew, I knew also when reaching out to you, I knew that I didn't want to do it by myself. Same, same. I, I've had this idea of wanting to run a podcast. I've talked to a few different people along the way, and it just turned out that you and I, I think, made such a great fit. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for it because your background with finances is going to be such an integral part of this mm-hmm. podcast. People do not talk about finances when it comes to family and relationships. And I don't think it has to do with the idea that they're, that they don't want to. I think a lot, a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're ill-equipped to do it. They Mm -hmm. don't know how to have a conversation around money without making it sound tacky. Right. And for parents, they're afraid of their children over-managing money, whatever the reason is. Anyways, I know that when I thought about this podcast, I wanted to just have a place that it could be just like a spa. It could just be like a salon where we're like the therapist or we're like the hairdresser or the bartender, whatever it is. Because if you're struggling with the things that I struggled with or the things that Kathy struggled with, let's find a place where we can just offload anonymously. And I think it's important to reiterate the word anonymously because I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, someone's going to hear my story and they're going to know that it was me and then it's going to get back to my family. I think that it's important to eliminate that aspect. So For sure. For that's sure. kind of what Ross and Parenting is about, right? Where mm-hmm. people just write in letters and tell us what it is that you're struggling with, especially right. now with COVID. It's humongous. This whole thing with COVID has people turned upside down. There are conspiracy theories. There are all Uh, different. The list just goes on. So many different things. So many different things. And you guys too, anyone who's listening, the letters aren't just for you. It, It really truly helps other people too. So if you guys are anything like us and you want to genuinely help, please write in because that is gonna definitely help someone because- how I realized I was going through my postpartum stuff was I actually stumbled across a girlfriend's uh, video Mm -hmm. and she talked about it openly. And I, it was just a video 
And for the first time in my motherhood journey, I felt understood. Mm -hmm. I felt not alone. And I Mm -hmm. felt the need to dig a little bit deeper. And then Mm -hmm. we went away to Quebec to visit the Mm in-laws. And my sister came along. And my sister mentioned, she's like, Kathy, I think you might want to dig a little bit deeper with that postpartum anxiety, depression stuff. And then that's, that's, that's kind of where it kind of took off. And then last year was all digging. And then now we're here. Yeah. What an awakening to have Mm -hmm. somebody on the outside, just say, I see you, I see you're Mm -hmm. struggling. I don't quite know what it is, but how about this? How Mm -hmm. about I offer you a resource so that you can explore it? Mm -hmm. How nice Mm -hmm. is that? Right. I think to myself, if my mom had grown up in an era where, because social media is a double-edged sword, it can either work against us or for us. Yeah. And if we can find ways to leverage it so that it can inspire people to share their story, to speak their truth, and to really stand forward and say, this is what I'm happy with and this is what I'm struggling with. Yeah. Like, how sure. amazing can that be? I think if my mom had something like that back in her day, she might not have felt so alone. She might not have felt the need to sit in front of people and act like she was okay when she wasn't. Yeah. And that in turn would have given her the capacity to show up differently as a mother. And I'm not saying that my mother wasn't good. She was amazing. She's one of my role models. I, I, I admire her so much. And I know that a lot of the pain that I carried into my previous marriage had a lot to do with the fact that I wasn't shown or taught how to care for myself and how to express my emotions or to check in with what my experiences were. So yeah, yeah. that's exactly what happened in our household. And now you want to add more though, right? We have Mm -hmm. eight kids in my family. (laughs) So if you want to be heard or seen, you're shouting. That's right. You're shouting. (laughs) And everyone's shouting. I, I was a child at one. So I mirrored that behavior and I see that in my my son now. So it's, it's crazy. There's lots that we can go on and talk about, but it really boils down to why we wanted to create this for you guys. And mm-hmm. um, just based on what we shared thus far, I, f- I hope you guys stay tuned with us. Yeah. And we will provide a lot of perspectives. I want to be clear that we're not counseling anybody. I'm not going to try to psychoanalyze that much. I I may from time to time interject with some, (laughs) but at the end of the day, the point is that if you have a story to share, if you have something that you're struggling with or feeling burdened with, offload it here, send us a letter, email it to us, we'll read it out, and then we'll just talk it through. And everything is completely safe and we won't judge. There is no judgment here. I think we're all in it together. You say this all the time, Kathy, it takes a village and we're all in this together. So Let's get it. Let's bring in your letters. Let's talk about what's going on for you. And we'll provide resources where we can. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's basically the gist of this podcast. Yes. So stay tuned, guys. Yeah, stay tuned. Uh, And remember, until next time, parenting is raw. It's awesome. It's awesome.